Welcome to Incubator by Planet Ant Podcasts. My name is Mike McGettigan, executive producer of the network. At Planet Ant, we pride ourselves on exploring new talent and bringing new voices to the stage. So we're bringing that to the world of podcasting. We'll regularly feature six-episode short-run series commissioned exclusively for the Incubator podcast. Some of these might become full-run podcasts of their own, and some might just stay within what we're doing here. Incubator. Stick around. You might like what's next. That's my shit. That's my shit. Yeah. That's my shit. What up? Hello. Greetings. Welcome to episode five of That's My Shit. I am Jeff Horst. I'm Esther Navarez. And uh, today's shit that we are freaking out about is uh, the, sh- the the movie that I grew up with, Harry and the Hendersons. Yes. On every episode, we watch each other's uh, stuff that the other one grew up with, and uh, the other one of us doesn't know much about it, usually. That's how it goes. We have a little bit of an age gap in our relationship. So his shit in this episode is Harry and the Hendersons, and my shit in this episode is the letter people so we watch harry and the hendersons we're gonna take a small break during harry and the hendersons and we're gonna get to uh some of esther's shit which is the letter people i don't expect anybody listening to know what that is but they were letters uh personified that i grew up with in kindergarten so if you're uh but that's crazy letters aren't people if you're of Gen X age or older, you probably had these, or actually, uh, I know some people a little bit younger, probably had these in in school. All right, well, enjoy. Enjoy. That's my shit, that's my shit. That's my, that's my shit. shit. That's my shit. That's my that's my We're shit. live. This is, what app, what podcast are we doing? <laughs> That's my shit. That's my shit. And this is your shit. This is my shit. And I don't know, as as we do on here, mm-hmm. I don't know what you're going to play. So this is going to be a surprise. I have my eyes closed. And, I mean, we have decided if I've seen something, if we've seen each other's shit before, then most likely we haven't OD'd on it. So we're just going to see it again. Yeah. So let's see. All right. Want me to tell you what it is? Or no, just no, tell you, you got to play eyes? it. Okay, open your eyes. It is... Well, it has well, mild violence in adult language. PG. It is a universal movie. Oh, wow. I forgot how long it takes for movies to say what they are. Oh, should I just pause it and tell you what it is? No, no, I'm going to guess. Know. I don't know that it's ever... We might just be watching the movie now. Jurassic and Park? It's also... It's not coming through the TV. I know. We'll figure that out. Jurassic Park? No. Oh, man. I gotta guess. You're not gonna, though. But is it Hen- Henry and the Hendersons or Harry and the Hendersons? It's Harry and the Hendersons. It is. See, I guessed. Oh, my God. If I saw this thing, it was... I don't know. We're pausing I, it here. I'm not going to watch the whole thing. Right, right. Well, I'm not no, going to miss no, this. No, no, I know. I, I'm trying to remember my relationship to Harry and the Hendersons. Other than I thought it was weird. 
if I remember, let me remember what I think it's about. It's about like a family that adopts a Bigfoot and then he becomes like part of the family. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. Then I think I. There, there was there, the mild profanity in this movie. Uh, I enjoyed saying it and my family liked, would encourage me to say it. And so I think that was part of the reason why I watched it so much as a kid is because <laughs> it was the time that I was allowed to curse as long as we were watching this movie and you I was quoting the swear. movie. Then I got I was allowed to swear, yeah. And how old were you, do you think? Hmm. I'll find out by the time you ask me that question again. I'm gonna ask my mom. Oh my god. We're gonna get to the bottom of this. Cause I remember Well, it came I, out in eighty nine. Oh, okay. So you were two when it came out, but you probably watched it at home. Yeah. So that's like probably four or five. Oh, so you do have early memories. You were all like, God damn it, Bigfoot or some shit like that. <laughs> And they were like, yeah. It's a goddamn hood. Oh, oh, I remember you telling me that you said that. And I I don't think I saw this in the theater. If I saw it, it was because it was on cable. Mm -hmm. And I definitely didn't care about it. Yeah. So it was like accidentally on in the background, I think. Or if I saw the whole thing, this will be a really, really, really weird memory because, man, I don't remember this at all. Yeah, I, I know this. I, I will be shocked. If, ah, I can't wait to watch this. <laughs> That's all. It, all right. We're going in. We're going in. That's my shit. That's my shit. Yeah. We're back. We're back. All right. Well, first of all, let's get this out of the way. Uh, I know we're only... 25 minutes in but it's easily the best movie with harry in the title let's just i'm gonna say that i'm gonna say it's the best harry movie fuck harry potter harry and the hendersons fuck harry met sally not even sure what that is that i just said that's how little i know about pop culture you're taking that comment way too seriously. You're actually yeah, doing a ranking if, system in your head, and it was supposed to be just a quick joke going on. What if on, there's a... What about the movie Hair? Never heard what of it. What if uh, Harry Styles has a documentary about himself? Nobody cares about Harry Styles other than 12-year-old girls. Uh, I think they're older now. 17-year-old girls? Older. They grew up. You're old now. It, it, they still don't matter. Nobody matters until they're at least 30. I don't think anybody... No, the key demographic is like 18 to 28, I thought. I forgot what the what, key for demographic is. For everything. Isn't that weird? That Yeah. You have, you have the least amount of life uh, experience, and the artists that you appreciate haven't even been around long enough to even tell if they're going to be good. Like they, You study what an 18 to 28-year-old likes even though the artist that they like could be 18 which means they've only been an artist a famous artist for one year how do they just determine what we all listen to when there's there's rappers and artists that have been around for 20 years clearly they're better at what they do i guess they have more money to spend they have less responsibilities being kids yeah they have uh their parents money they have. No, but why just, do, they why, just don't want to save for why shit. Why do adults care They're, what kids think? For that, money. Money. How does it help money? Because they are the ones that spend. So they spend the money. Yeah. Because they, it doesn't matter to them yet. I guess. So we just want to get the money from the people who are willing to waste their money. Yes. So they spend their money 
and we listen to BTS and Billie Eilish. Wow. Um, let's do a synopsis of what we've... You're good at synopsis. Okay, so do you want me to try to do the synopsis? Are you going to interject whenever you'd like to? Yeah, so if you want me to. I'd, I'd like you to interject if you, if, if, if you can. Uh, so... This is a this is there's five main characters here, okay? We got we got an eventual Bigfoot that we'll introduce. We got uh the the father and the son and the mother and the daughter. That's the family. Father, son, mother, daughter. One might call them Harry and the, the Hendersons. The, the Hendersons, sure. And uh, the mom and the daughter, they don't like hunting and the dad and the boy do. Uh wow. That's boy stuff. Because that's boy stuff. Girls don't do that. And uh, the boy killed what I thought was a bunny or a squirrel. Not sure. But uh, it was, you know, they tried to make you think that it was going to be an early detection of of Bigfoot early on. Because that's what the movie's about. The misdirect. But there was the misdirect. But it was just a bunny, I think. Uh, so then they're leaving. Uh, they're going home. Uh, leaving. They were on vacation when all of this happened. Uh, on the way home, they hit uh, they hit a large creature. They don't know what it is with their car. Uh, the husband has brought his gun. He lied to his wife and said that he didn't bring his gun on this trip um, because he wasn't going to go hunting because she doesn't like it. And so then he was like, it's just for... Then when he brought it out, he's like, ah, this is just for protection. That's why I lied to you. Uh, there was... Um, also what we've seen so far is that there's another man, uh, who is tracking the Bigfoot and has been tracked. He looked at the, the prints, the size of the, of the, the footprints and things like that. And he like gathered evidence of Bigfoot's hair. If you saw that and he put it in a little Ziploc bag and he tasted it and to verify that it tasted like Bigfoot. And no one ever needs to taste evidence. Uh, I don't know. I mean, are you, do, how many Bigfoot have you found? Um, I would not know a Bigfoot if I tasted it. What does he have? I mean, He's but like, you don't study, the... you don't study Bigfootology though. So you think either he already had a Bigfoot and he ate it or he read in a book that it tasted like, like fruit. Like, I, what did it taste like? If that? I had to make that make this up, I, I think that it, maybe it starts with the idea that you know we know what the it can be more easily determined the taste or texture of the hair of animals that we are used to, and that with this being an under not an uh um what give me a word what am I trying to say un, um, undi I started with undefined undi, an undefined animal. Uh, that maybe there's an undefined taste. You know, but you got to go through extreme measures to tasted all the other animals already. Well, no, no I, it, sure, I guess. Well, not him personally. He just he's tracked Bigfoot before, and you know, scientists work with things. Not every scientist knows everything. They just know the new shit because they're learning right, from that, the other scientists. But if he's tasting it. He's got to compare it to something. He's comparing it to the other stuff that was already determined from other Bigfootologists of what was determined to be uh, a potential Bigfoot uh, item. And un- like, so we don't know what this hair somebody is. Somebody wrote but down, Bigfoot tastes like bologna. And then he walked around like, hmm, does this taste like bologna? Could be. All right. 
that we're, we're that's the part of the movie we're gonna break down right now. That's the part that's gonna that separate was the us. Grossest part. That's the grossest part of the yeah, movie. Yeah, it was when he ate. He licked Bigfoot hair. All right. I. Okay. All right, keep synopsing. So they're uh, so so then the family uh, believes that he is dead. Uh, and then while they're driving, he, uh... No, he, you're saying, you didn't say the part what? where they hit him. Yeah, I did. So oh, they hit him. you did? Oh, They shit. hit him. Okay. Uh, they hit, they hit the Bigfoot, um, or something that they didn't know was a Bigfoot at the time. They, uh, they all freak out about it. They all guess at what it is. The kid is all excited and is a gross kid who's like, yeah, blood and guts. It's, yeah, kill him. Is he dead? Shoot him again. Little crappy boy. Uh, also, I was six to seven when uh, when uh, when I watched this. My mom confirmed. Um, just saying that because you asked that question earlier on. Yeah. So did you like that kid? Were you like, yeah, guts? Like, I like this kid because he wants guts like I do. I don't know. I don't. I don't think I identified with a specific character of the movie the most. I th- I think I, I think I was. If anybody, I was on Team Bigfoot. <laughs> If anything, I thought that he was the coolest one of the movie. Uh, so then uh, the Bigfoot, they put him on top of his car, on top of their car. They're driving back home. He comes to life, but then he falls off of the car again. And then this time they're like, oh, he's really dead. So they're like, okay. So then they go home. Uh, they take him to their house. They're like, we're going to figure out what to do this with this, you know, in the morning. Uh, they go to bed. And then he wakes up, comes back to life uh, in the middle of the night, and he starts going through their house, you know, trying to put together what human life is all about, you know. So he see he goes, he finds the food in the fridge, starts eating all of that. He reacts to the to the the emotions they give him. If you notice, when the husband uh, smiles, he smiled back. When the woman yelled at him, he yelled back. He's trying to piece together how to interact with the family. He sees uh, all of the different animals, the goldfish in the tank, the deer on the wall, uh, and he's angry that he figures out that it's a, this is just the head of the deer, that they killed a deer, uh, showing that the Bigfoot had more of an appreciation for animal life than the humans did. Uh, and he even has a burial for... Like a mink hat or something from the yeah, mothers. Mink stole. Mink stole. Nobody knows what a stole is. It's a scarf. Nobody knows that. No, no listeners will know what it. If you know what it is, email us. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a stole. What the hell? It, it, any, if I hear a human being say stole, I will slap them. It's a scarf. That's where I draw the line. What are we? What different? We're going to pretend there's different types of scarves. Well, it's. An old thing where people would wear, like pretty much the entire animal, just the skin, but it oh, was so shaped stole like the is animal. Just is a scarf made out of the animal? Yeah, yeah. It almost is like the shape of the animal. Like I'm trying to think of a famous one that you will have seen, because like a lot of cartoons, like old cartoons and old timey shit, like the woman will be wearing a uh, mink. Yeah. Like the actual animal, like a tail and shit. Yeah, did we already talked about that on here, right? About how I don't even know what a mink is other than coat form. That's mm-hmm. how that's how much we've just mastered 
and destroyed this species is that more people can recognize them when they've been turned into a, a coat than as an animal. Yeah, I don't know what it looks like just hanging No idea. Out. It could be a bird. I don't even know what type of animal well, it is. I know it's furry. <laughs> sure. Because that's fur. That's all we know. Uh, yeah, I don't know how big so it then, is. So then Bigfoot ate the daughter's cor- uh, corsage. And uh, at six to seven, when I was watching this, I didn't know what a corsage was. And at 33, still don't know. Mm-hmm. No idea what a corsage mm-hmm. is either. It's a flower in a box that you give a shit about because it's a flower in a box. Because you're supposed to wear it. You save this flower to wear it later? Well, you buy it when you're going to wear it. She said she that was her corsage for her 15th birthday party. So I assume that... And in a few days, it was supposed to be her birthday because like flowers like that will last for a few days. But then they some people keep them like she said she saved that for six months. Oh, no, she saved up for six months money for a fucking flower. Shut to up. Buy a flower because it was an orchid. But a corsage is like what people wear. OK, when you went to prom, you didn't have a flower on. I mean, that's not. A man doesn't wear a corsage. That's called a boutonniere. But didn't you buy a flower for your wife, wife, for your girlfriend or whatever they were, for your prom date to, like, wear? I I don't recall buying her anything other than what was required. You were a bad date. Yeah, yeah, nobody was a real... Prom isn't real. Prom is stupid. You only buy the things that you're required to from school. It's a whole bunch of people practicing to be in relationships that they're not ready to be in yet playing pretend to be adults when you should just be living as the fucking kids that you are. It's fucking stupid. It's insane. It's irresponsible. I, uh, I, I do not support prom's existence <laughs> in, in American culture. Well, nothing good happens from it. People have mem- people get arrested. <laughs> they ruin their lives. They make babies. They don't want to make, they have parties with friends. They don't give a fuck about. Why don't they just all have a fucking party with their friends that day? Why don't they just call it party day instead of pretend that we have to, that people are getting married, having promposals and shit like that? And it's yeah, just it like, was what stupid. the fuck are you talking about? Um, Prom was really, really dumb, but you were supposed to give your date a flower, so you fucked that up. Anyway, that was a course. I, I might have. I don't know if she gave me the flower to give to her. I I definitely didn't Google how to prom. So, uh, no, you were supposed to get it. I think I didn't go to my, you know, I didn't go to my prom, right? You went to a different prom. Yeah. Somebody else's school. So they make the rules. I don't know. No, every girl's supposed to to have a flower. Who get, who tells me this? Was there a pamphlet I was supposed to get? I think your mom was supposed to tell you. My mom. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I don't know. I don't know nothing. Um, well, anyway, that's a corsage. So he so, ate the corsage. So right now, this is a family of hunters who are interacting with this animal, and uh, that's that's where we're at right now. First off, I thought that that little boy's glasses are insane. They're super thick and huge, and it was weird. Like I don't know if it's the time period or if they just. I can picture like Home a, Alone kids having that in the in that those movie. Those big giant too. glasses. And I feel like that's just what glasses looked like then. I guess, yeah. They were so thick and huge. I just mm-hmm. thought, like, you couldn't get a better kid, but then I felt bad because, you know. What do you mean a I better like, kid? I feel like right now, every time the kids are all, like, always 
like the best looking children you've ever seen if they ever make it on TV. And this kid's just like a bleh. All kids back then looked like bleh. Because they all had, there was two hairstyles, boy and girl. The girl had the girl hair. The boy had the boy hair. That was, I feel like this was this was 20 years of, of people that looked exactly the same <laughs> on television. And then um, I didn't get how, I don't know how old this boy is supposed to be. He's really young, though. And the dad's just like, come here, get a load of this Bigfoot. It's like saying like, hey, kid, be next to this bear. Well, he wanted the kid to stay in the car. And then when he thought he was dead, he wanted him to look at it. And then when he was attacking him, he needed help. The guy was going to die. You think he's just going to be like, don't don't help me not die. Let him kill me and then him kill you and him all just take turns. Yeah, if Bigfoot's attacking, it's a family ordeal now. Fuck the kids, fuck the dog, everybody. No, fuck the, the women don't participate, only the men die bullshit. This is everybody's going down. We got to take down a Bigfoot because he could kill us all. That, that's the mindset like, they're in. They're in the car and he when he had his gun and he wasn't supposed to, yeah. he's told the little kid, little boy, hand me my gun, it's loaded. And the kid's like, all right, sweet. He Like he, he just handed, he let his kid. He let his kid hold. He, his kid had his own gun. You didn't know that? His kid yeah, because had his, his own gun. Right, because he killed the squirrel at the beginning yeah. or whatever it was, or yeah, bunny so or whatever. so he trusts his kid with a gun. I'm not yeah. even saying that I support that. I'm saying that that's not, you're trying to act like it's a plot hole, and clearly a, a man that lets his kid have a gun is going to let a, that same kid hand him his own gun. He's already comfortable with guns. I guess. It just looks weird. Yeah, I think, it's, I think you're like, you wouldn't do that, but I think that I don't think it's a plot hole. I wasn't saying it's a plot hole. I just uh, said it looked bad. Oh, looked bad like as a parent? Yeah, it just looks weird even just like in a movie. So not a plot hole, but just a, I guess I'm no, not used just, to seeing that now in a family movie. Yeah, they're trying to show how much into hunting those two are. Mm. So you can then see this is an animal that they tried to kill. Uh, or they thought they killed with their car. Uh, then the dad was going to shoot it. I forgot to talk about that part in the synopsis. He was going to kill him. Uh, and then he looked at him in his eyes, and then he was smiling at him. This was in the house. In the house, yeah. It, it, the, the, the Bigfoot was in the house. He was on the outside, zooming in through the window. And then the Bigfoot looked back at him and smiled, and then he got a change of heart. So that's the direction that this movie is trying to go in, is and appreciation for animals. It's vegan propaganda. Uh, and uh, So this is your origin story of this being This is my origin vegan. story. This, this seeped into my skull. My, my skull into my your soul. Skull? But that's the, your, your soul and your skull together. Yes. Your skull. The soul of your skull is your skull. Everybody knows that. And uh, They don't know stole, but they know skull. Yeah, no, they, nobody knows stole. It's stupid. And uh, I, I, who knows? I I think every kid is a vegan, and parents just are. You grow older, and you just you're used to the food. I think everybody's just used to the food their parents gave them, because all kids that I ever know are just like don't want would be vegan in a second if their parents Showed gave them, them vegan of, shit. No, of half them of the time they said. I know tons of kids that are just like, oh, I don't want to eat animals anymore, and the parents are just like. Uh shit, that's going to be a lot more gross. Like they just, they, they don't want to deal with having right. to, 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 
to do that. So they just don't tell their kids that chicken is a fucking chicken. You mm. know what I mean? Like I, I never, I don't even, there's a, like people don't make the connection that uh, somebody had to kill a living being that did not want to die in order for you to get this food that you don't even, you don't care if it was alive or dead. You're just a kid that wants food. Mm-hmm. And then you grow older and then you, it, it becomes a part of tradition and it's attached to memories and all of these things that you don't want to lose. You don't want to believe that your parents were bad people. So you don't want to think that you're a bad person. So instead of just, you know, trying to better yourself, you just look the other way and uh, push it all down. Yeah, I could see that. And this is a kid who was all kill, 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 kid, because his dad was all kill, kill, kill. I'm a hunter. Put a dead animal on the wall. And then there's an animal that comes into their house that they, they're starting to get to know. And, uh, you know, this is the beginning of it. But we're going to see how that uh, impacts now. So they just never had pets? Uh, there, 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 there might be pets mm. in this movie. If you if you want to spoil stupid details, so I thought it was weird that he, when the Bigfoot was in the street, he just like touched him, the uh, the dad, like ew, you shouldn't just touch any like stray. Hmm. Like oh, the Bigfoot the- was basically roadkill at that point, and he touched it. Like it could have diseases. Like he could Thing, get things something. that you kill. Don't you can't get a disease from touching a thing. That's not how does not not an animal world. They have to eat you. You don't get rabies from just touching it. It has to bite you. Yes, I just ugh, it feels like it was you get it, something like it, it was holding the bunny ticks. in the beginning you by its tail ticks. when it killed it. How many cartoons have you seen? They kill an animal, they hold it by yeah. the tail. They didn't put it in a nice plastic bag. It seems not safe. Well, you're just grossed out by a lot of things. Um, when he, uh, okay, so the Bigfoot was in the house mm-hmm. and he went through the doors, but he like broke the door well so, so he, that he could fit. Yeah. So he broke like the top frame of the door and the dad was really upset. Mm-hmm. And all I could think of was, oh, I'm so happy I don't own a house. Because like the dad was like looking at it like, oh, so much destruction to my property. Yeah. I'm like, you know, if a Bigfoot comes in here and starts ripping the place up, that's my landlord's problem. Yeah. That's just, okay, that just we lost our feeling. deposit. Yeah, it was a super good feeling I'm of not going to fix it, deposit. And as long as I don't tell my landlord, honestly, he's not even going to know that the shit that is broken. Or you just say, hey, look, a Bigfoot came in, so you've got a security issue, one. Yeah. And also, you... What are you you go- let a Bigfoot in. Yeah, what are you like, going to do about fault. that? It's your fault. I didn't invite a Bigfoot in. I didn't sure. leave the door open. Sure. A Bigfoot got in. Mm-hmm. So that means you have a Bigfoot-infested apartment building. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I, mean, I hope that nobody breaks into our place. But if, if that ever happens, I think we're going to have to delete this episode because that's a really good excuse, you know? That what's a good excuse? We're going to say Bigfoot did it. Oh, that is okay. Yeah. Yeah. As long as. Then we're going to have to do the thing they do in movies where they're just like, what? <laughs> you don't believe me? What? You think I'm so crazy that I would make this, something like this up? And then they're like, yeah, that's right. Nobody would make up something that crazy. And then we'll have to have a picture of it, but it'll just be you wearing 
like a big Bigfoot foot costume. costume. Yeah. Ripping the place up. <laughs> but not too much because I don't want to. Maybe like I just find something that's already broken and I just stand oh next yeah to yeah it. yeah that's yeah that's what I mean oh okay that's after good. somebody came and robbed us yeah yeah the only other thing I had written down was that yes the whole vegan animal rights propaganda and it being your um your origin story because you're vegan you mm-hmm. thought that you went vegan because your friend showed you a documentary that you resonated with like two years ago mm-hmm. but what really happened is you watched terry and the hendersons when you were six well that wouldn't be an origin is still the origin of when you you can say that that sparked it but you i mean otherwise i would have been vegan when i was six yeah but like you said, all that happens with the parents and the... Exactly. So I think that that could have sparked it until I was an adult and then I just decided to actually question things for myself and be like, wow, this is stuff I don't need that actually is can be proven towards cancer and heart disease and other issues. But did you put it together until now? It's an actual living being that doesn't want to die and it doesn't want to die with the same amount of energy as your dog. So... If I ever stop being vegan, I'm going to exclusively eat dogs and not wild dogs, pets. If I ever stop being vegan, I'm going to only eat pets. Pug burger. Pug burger. I'm going to open a restaurant called Pug Burger. Did you realize this until now? Beagle burger. Oh, that's way better. Did you realize this until now? Realize what? That Harry and the Hendersons was your vegan origin story. No, because I, wa- I, I was six. I don't know when you watched this last. Seven. Oh, you haven't seen this since you were like seven? For maybe ten. I don't know. I watched this when I was a kid. For all I know, you and your best friend Doug watch this every year religiously. No. Or you and your family have some tradition where I, you bust I'm out sure Harry and the Hendersons. I doubt that Doug hasn't seen this. I would be surprised, but this wasn't one of the ones that we would watch together. Ah, okay. No. This was just you. This was just This, this is, is just what me. your family put on when they were like, "Uh, Jeff's fucking crying again." Yeah, put Let's on just put on Harry and the Henderson. Yeah, this is one of the this is one of the four or five on rotation of the <laughs> get Jeff to calm down. For sure. All right, we go back. We go back. Are we back? We're back. We're back. Radio voice. The rest of the episode, I'm talking like this. Nope. All right. Um, so this is what we are catching up on. So the uh, the family, uh, well, the father uh, called the police to tell them about Bigfoot, and obviously the police just laughed at him. Uh, the young boy starts to have fun with a Bigfoot. Wait, the police did nothing. The police did nothing about Bigfoot. He should have just obviously just been like, there's a man. If you, if you wanted the police to show up, tell them whatever you would need to tell them to get police to show up. Say something racist. Do whatever you want. But just get the police to show up. Don't tell them Bigfoot's there. The police are never going to do shit. Yeah, obviously. But even in movie world, you, you wouldn't tell yeah. them Big, Bigfoot's there. Um, police, uh, yes, they laughed at him. The young boy, uh, starts to have fun with Bigfoot and takes him into the basement to hide from their neighbor. Well, actually the police told him that, uh, if there was a Bigfoot there, that it was going to be like a war zone and they were going to try to take him down. And I think that's when he started having like some humanity, like, oh, I don't want to kill Bigfoot. 
Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's when it kind of started. Um, so then the uh, the young boy seemed to have fun with the Bigfoot and takes him into the basement to hide from their neighbor who returned their dog uh, that she was watching when they were on vacation. Uh, they lie to get the lady to go away. Eventually, the uh, the father and mother, they decide to get rid of Harry. They name him Harry, and the boy is sad, while the daughter is excited because she's a bitch throughout this entire movie. Uh, the man who was uh, who uh, was hunting for Bigfoot, um, not the father, who was who was hunting specifically Bigfoot, who's believed in Bigfoot throughout the entirety of this movie. Uh, he runs and he he talks to an old friend who uh, they used to both like hunt for Bigfoot together. And now his friend owns a Bigfoot tourist store, and eventually, you know, he's talking to him. The guy doesn't believe him that he thinks that he got closer to finding him. And uh, then that man even talks to the uh, the mother uh, of uh, the family at their home, returning their license plate that he found from the original crash site. Uh, then the man brought more, bought more large bullets from the father at a gun store that the father works at. And now we're here. I thought it was weird that Bigfoot the whole time, well, Harry, the whole time has been all, you, you kill animals, and then mm-hmm. he eats fish, though. Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, I mean, I think that that was a good nod to, to show that. To bears? <laughs> to, to show, I well, mean. Well, bears eat people. I mean, that shows that a human made this movie. I mean, if Bigfoot didn't make the movie, even with a vegan, even with a vegan vegetarian propaganda that you could imply, there, there's still people that are like, oh, but I mean, fuck fish, though. You can't even see them. You don't you can't hear them. You can't hear them scream because you're strangling them to death underwater. They don't make it. I don't know. People have their own weird justification for why fish don't matter as much as other animals. But that even continues into this movie. I guess I'm trying to think of. What but was I he say? liked. The, but they saw that was the only animal that he ate because he didn't oh, eat the yeah. dog. Shouldn't he they? He pet the dog. He was friends with the dog, and he did eat a uh, fish out of their fish tank. Yeah, that's so that's what I'm the saying. only. He so that's the only fish. thing. Yeah. So, but oh, I thought you meant like when they tried to get rid of him, they gave him fish sandwiches, burger, sandwiches. because they already knew he ate a fish because he ate yeah. a fish out of the aquarium. But they should know now that he's just not going to eat them. I guess he could just be violent in the way that he could accidentally fuck him up because he mm-hmm. keeps accidentally breaking everything around him. Yeah. So I think it's weird, too, that they keep just letting the kid hang out with him. Like, at one point, he's hiding in the basement from mm-hmm. the neighbor, and then all of a sudden, he comes up the stairs, and they're like, oh, he he's back or whatever. And then the kid's like, just rides him like... Gets on his back or something, or like he just like yeah. plays with him like it's regular, and they're like, "Oh yeah, that's just the Bigfoot we trust now." Man, I mean, what are they gonna do? That's what Bigfoot likes. You can tell you can tell Bigfoot he can't be friends with somebody. Well, the kid. I just think it's weird that the kid in this just they're not that worried about this child they have. They've let him just run it, amok. I don't know. If, I don't know what there is to be worried about. They they already trust him with their they already trust the Bigfoot. He likes the place. He doesn't want to kill their pet. He doesn't want to kill them. They know that he could and he doesn't want to. So that's just them trying to make their son happy. Their son wants to hang out with Bigfoot. And 
he stinks. I guess that's part of like Bigfoot mythologies that he stinks. I don't know. They're all like, yes, Bigfoot smells bad. Mm-hmm. And and I think they made a Bigfoot penis joke. They did yeah. because the mom said, uh, "It's I don't even know if it's a man or a boy or a girl or a male or a female." And the daughter said, "Oh, it's a man." And she said, how do you know? And then the daughter just gave her eyes like, I thought it was big dick, but she didn't say it. She gave him a weird look. But and then the mother said, the oh, I don't like, want to. Don't answer that. Yeah. Yeah. Gross. Like, that's just weird to me. It's, I mean, it's gross until you see that Bigfoot dick. Why was the daughter ever? Like, it was like when you see like Red Rocket. Do you think he had a Red Rocket? No, I think it was. I think it was hanging, fucking, porno style. But they don't show it. I hope they made a dick like for the movie behind the scenes. Just for the characters. Just to for them to get into the movie. Yeah, to really feel it. Yeah, I hope so too. I wonder what happens if you Google Bigfoot dick. I don't wonder that. Rule thirty four. If you can imagine, there's. If you can imagine it, there's porn of it. Now, where we, uh, that's a good rule. Uh, where we paused it, I believe, is the introduction to the father and his father. I believe that his father is the owner of the gun store that they work at. That's literally exactly where we paused it. I wonder if they purposely made Harry look like the dad because I feel like they are similar in their facial structure. Huh. Either they tried to do that. Or that is a very insulting thing to say about that man. Eh, he'll live. But I, <laughs> I mean, feel he like... he might be dead. I, this came in no, 89. No, I think he's alive. But they made like... It's almost like he he was like, I see myself in him. Like that... Like I see humanity. And like they'll look... He'll look oh, at him father? and I'll be like... Did you hear what I said? There's two fathers. That's the right, father. right. No, I know. There's so, the dad, but the dad that we've been calling the dad the whole time. Oh, that that's who dad, you think looks like him? I think looks ah, like Bigfoot. Okay. And so whenever he looks him in the face, they go from his face to Bigfoot's face and they kind of mirror each other's expressions. Yes. And I feel like their faces are shaped similar. And I, I wondered if they did that on purpose. I don't think they did that on purpose. I, I think that they just tried to give him a human-like face. And to make you understand that he has cares and feelings as well. Um, did you know that Bigfoot was watching Ronald Reagan? No, I did not know what Bigfoot was watching. There was a scene where Bigfoot was watching TV. The kid figured out that he likes ranch more than blue cheese because fucking everybody, even Bigfoot, knows that blue cheese tastes like shit. And uh, they were watching TV. He was cuddling with the dog, was in his lap. Oh, there I was forgot a monkey the dog was that there. was throwing. Yeah, there was a chimp on there was the a chimp throwing stuff on the screen and yeah. Ronald Reagan. Yeah. So this was probably during when Reagan was president. So that was probably like a oh he's watching an old movie with the president in it. Right now, Harry's just like on the loose, and I think they miss him. Yes, they miss him because oh the dog, their dog, uh, the boy was so sad. By losing, by having, for Bigfoot to have to leave, uh, Bigfoot ran away. I didn't describe how he, they, they threw burgers in the car, hoping that they could 
lure him into the car so they could just drive him somewhere. And when they were giving the speech to the kid, telling him that, you know, we have to let him go, you should go say your goodbyes, he already just ran away. Um, and uh, so then the kid gave the dog away. The so kid, the was, kid like, was like, Oh, we can't have pets. Yeah. Wrong dog. Wrong. The kid's like, making man. the connection. The kid's yeah, making the connection. That kid is just stressing me out. And then the like, dog. He's just, just unsupervised, doing dumb shit, like letting the, the dog go. The dog just ran right around the house. The dog just ran from the front yard yeah, to the backyard. Yeah, that was great because I hate it in movies when dogs get lost. Oh my God. So when he let him go, he's like, go, buddy. I forgot his name. And then he just runs and like, Bob. Is it Bob? I think it might be, which is just weird. So he runs out the front door because that's where they told him, like, go. And then he just ran straight to the backyard. (laughs) Oh, well, I'm not upset now. And then he announced, he's like, he came back. And then the mother, who was uh, a big fan of Bigfoot being gone, you saw a happy expression on her face. Yeah, she kind of showed that, oh, she was happy that Big if Bigfoot came back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they all kind of loved Bigfoot, which means they all now have to be vegans. They need more pets. Um, I don't know if I they need more pets, they, but, they, but they, they're, they're, they're adjusting their, uh, their belief of... They got to stop killing everything. This I mean, was totally should. like it is really weird. I didn't know this movie was about like, oh, you know, people that kill animals all the time, like they learn to kill animals less. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. I mean, of, of course, I, I don't think that anybody thought of it like that. But that's exactly what it is. Sure, but nobody thought of it like that, especially not in '89. I thought it people was think just vegans a, just came out yesterday. <laughs> I thought it was like a zany. Like the animals in the house, and then yeah. we learned we taught it to play that's ping how it pong. Was, that's Burr. how. That's how it was advertised. <laughs> that's how it was advertised, and I think that's how it was perceived. But this is just us analyzing it scene by scene. Mm. All right, we go back. We go back. We recording yet? Oh, shit. This Tell is... Tell me when to open my eyes. Okay, I'm going to intro it first real Oh, quick. okay. I thought you were going to say what it was. I was like, that's not how surprises are. My eyes are closed. No. This is the section of the podcast that uh, we break for my shit real quick. Little, yeah. Little thingy. And this is my shit. And Jeff's eyes are closed, as we do. And um, I'm about to tell him to open his eyes. Not yet, Jeff. Let oh. me make the screen big. And then this is going to require some explaining. Okay, open your eyes. Hmm, those are colors on a TV. Is this the, the cartoon version of the Beatles? It kind of looks like Yellow Submarine. And they're singing like the Beatles. Oh, this is the wrong one. Hold on. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. Is this just a ripoff of Sesame Street? And I've got questions. Yes. Oh, it is? They tried to go kind off. Kind of. I guess 
It was, well, let me get the... You want to get the right letter first? Yeah. Okay. Pick the letter that... Wow. So you you remember this episode specifically? I'll tell you in one second. Okay. Yes. While we're watching it? I wanted to get to a part that made sense. Okay. Obstinate? How old are these people? I know, right? I had to learn that word in kindergarten. I don't know what it means now. Exactly. It was such a weird word to learn in kindergarten. Okay, I'm going to pause it. And then we, I'll tell you the origin story of this craziness. Okay. What the fuck? All right. This is what happened. When I was in kindergarten, we had, we learned letters, which now I think is late. I think in kindergarten, kids now learn like algebra. But anyway, we learned letters. I mean, I already knew them, so at least I have that going for me. But anyway, there were um, letter people. And in kindergarten, in the room, there were inflatable letters. And I thought of this recently because uh, PJ Jacokes, uh, owner of Go Comedy in Ferndale, uh-huh. Michigan, he posted a picture of a letter that he had to work with his son from homeschooling because of COVID and such. He had a letter that was an E and he didn't know what it stood for because it had on earrings, but that wasn't the most like interesting part of the letter. It had like two different shoes on, two different colored legs. It was... Oh, so it didn't even tell you what letter it was? They were like, this person represents the letter. What, well, what you- the, in his version of Letter People, it was a capital E that had little earrings on, but besides that, it didn't really say much about... It was like dressed as a clown. It was weird. And it was and just then, like, well, that's clearly not the most important thing that we're looking at here. Yeah, it was weird. And um, like it had two different color legs. It had two different color shoes. And so it was strange. And he posted it on Facebook and said, hey, what do you guys think this E is supposed to be standing for? And it just reminded me of the letter people. And oh, then wow. I posted one of these letter people episodes to him because when i was in kindergarten they had inflatable letter people and records and so every i don't know day week whatever it was we focused on a different letter and we'd get i think some handout with the letter but then we'd also get we'd have the inflatable letter person and then we'd listen to the song and that was what we got but then eventually on like pbs one day, I saw that there was a show, and I was so excited that there was a show with the letter people. I can learn the, about letters all t- all day now. The letter people were my jam. Oh wow! But the consonants. You mean you mean letter J? Mr. J was your, <laughs> your jam. 
You're dumb. You get it. The consonants were men and the vowels were women. And I don't remember them all. I remember T. So, so mostly men. So this yeah, is a male. mostly. All right. It was male dominated, but male the vowels were pretty important. Everybody knows that more letters are, are men, clearly. I guess. Yeah. I mean, it was what it was the 70s. 70s. Most of the letters like are Like women didn't be even men. work. So we already covered that in our nine to five episode. So um, the I remember a but vowels are weird because not a lot of stuff begins with vowels, I guess. So they're just not as I don't know. But like, why there was, was Y was just a trans? I can't remember what Y was, but um, sometimes no, they didn't even they barely sometimes Y then. That was when like sometimes oh, Y was, like first came out, and they were like, "Hey guys, you so know was this there is a side." A, but um, okay, I'm getting distracted. There was a uh, A was Achu, and shut, she just sneezed a lot. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, maybe I should just bust out the Achu. We should just do a montage as we watch these real quick. No. But uh, A was Achu. She had a jam. O was obstinate, which I remember coming home and going like, "Mom, what does obstinate mean?" And then I don't know. We probably had to bust out the dictionary and look it does up. That more. mean is, is it like when you're not fucking? No, that's abstinent. Uh, uh, so what's, what's obstinate mean? Stubborn. It basically means that you're hard-headed. Yeah. So she's a bitch in this episode, as we uh, just heard. Like he she, was her like, just being a bitch. Yeah, she was just being a bitch. Oh, for a bitch. Um, I think you was umbrella. Okay. And it was a chick that's with an umbrella. A, a, e. I don't a. remember what E was. I don't remember what I was. And... I know T was tall teeth, and tall he had... Tall teeth? I got it. two words. Yeah. M might have been munching mouth. Wow. You... I don't know, but I thought that it was the coolest thing ever, but I think it was the songs. So did they have... Did, did these letters have more than one episode, or was this a very limited series? I think it was a limited series. I didn't even see them all, because once they I were, found they out... They were just like, we saw B before... But B is back and bigger than ever. <laughs> and they just. Because they didn't. Um, I, didn't, I couldn't see them all because I just had to watch it when I when it was on. So I like would look through the TV guide mm. and try to find out when it was on and then be like, can I watch the How letters? Old were you? I was five when we listened to them in kindergarten. Mm. And then maybe when I found out there was a show at the most second grade. Okay. So I think it was a little bit, yeah. maybe like the next year. It was like, they have a show? This is great. But it looks like the most low-budget puppet show ever. Mm-hmm. This looks so low-budget. This looks like it was filmed well, all in a really tiny theater. Is, what's a high? Muppets. The Muppet show was pretty good. I mean, but that's the standard? You got to be that level to be well, the top movie. tier? That's crazy. Well, we've that's already as, that's decided. A, that's the highest level of puppets that you can even make in the world. Teenage is, is Mutant for Ninja Turtles are Muppets. So are you saying you want something mid-range? Is I'm that saying, what you're saying? I'm saying you're being, a little, you're being a little hard to say that this is low grade when I'm just like, I, what, more, what more do you want from these people? It was low grade. I mean, they like had that little song. And then there was just a man who's like, the letter people. <laughs> they, they now made, let's they see. They had a song. Miss A. Well, that was their thing was songs. 
They sold records first, okay. I think. And then they, nothing that like, you know, got on the radio or anything. It was solely for children. And I did not have the records at home. I had to listen uh. to them in kindergarten or on PBS. Oh, wow. But yeah. So uh, let's, let's enjoy. Dive into some more let's letters. enjoy some more letters. Wow. Yeah, I didn't remember a lot of those. And holy moly, holy 70s, holy drugs. Wow. That uh, I highly recommend going to YouTube and putting in the letter people and watching as many letters as you, you can, can. As you can. As you can. You can't watch them all. You can't. Especially since I guess eventually they started doing things like one of them was ING. They just had a whole ing episode. Wow, they had to introduce the I, the N, and the G. Well, they introduced all the letters first, I think, from what I can tell, because it has the episode numbers listed. So, like, it starts out with M is the first episode. He was the pilot, I guess. And then he lives in a letter people neighborhood and then the T moves in and then they just keep those guys like our characters now and then they'll mm. go like the one they were like hey guys you see who's new in the neighborhood and it was the foot guy because mm. he's a fancy F. feet he had yeah something like that and then he and they each fancy do a song feet. yeah it's like they just tried to, I think the way they did this is they improvised a sentence with as many letters with as many words with that letter as you could and just did a character on it. Oh, like kind of is like an improv game. Yeah, for M, they were just like munching more, more mouth, mouth, f- munching on more. Well, he was munching mouth is his thing. Like munching they each mouth have a thing. more. And the, then it just was like, all right, boom, that's a character. He wants more food and he munches on. Melons. Using his mouth. Boom. This like, food You're munching with on M. melons at the market. He's like, oh, Melissa. Yeah. Every, yeah. every person that is not a letter person that they interact with, uh, their name is the, is the same letter as whoever the episode is about. So if it's about the letter P and, uh, you know, there, if there is some other character, his name is going to be like Paul. I thought I would have liked E because my name is Esther. So I thought, okay. When I was in kindergarten, I probably thought E was the jam. No, it was terrible. E was exercise. Oh, wow. Oh, no yeah. one likes exercise. Exercise wasn't even popular in the 70s. They were probably all like, what's that? Like yeah. Richard Simmons wasn't even out yet. Yeah, that was before they invented stretching. That was before Jane Fonda. It was before mm-hmm. everything. So they're like, exercise. She had barbells, like those one and two and steak and eggs. Like she had... She had barbells, like the old-timey guys with the mustache. Mm-hmm. And then her song wasn't even in 4-4. It was in, like, some weird 5-4 shit. You, it, Does everybody know what that means, what you just said? Some people do, and they'll understand. It okay. was like a... It was offbeat. It was like a crazy Jack White song. And I was like, what? They really, they went too far with the E. But... Um, M, M was the best song. There was a, well, I don't know. There was another song that was good. S was good. He was the socks. 
Yeah, they had wind as the one sound effect. They had one they sound had effect. One for sound all of effect this. in every episode, and it's wind. And sometimes and it's, it's way too loud. And they had a green screen. Impressive for whenever this was. I know this was. The I think M was rapping, right? He kind of was rapping, and he was dancing. And he was dancing. And I didn't know that. Well, I knew rap was invented, but he had to be. This like, was pretty you, early for children yeah. programming. Yeah, like to if have you, rap in it. If you go looking for who were the first rappers, I think it was like uh, Sugar Hill Gang, um, Mel, what is it, Melly Mel or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blondie did some rapping, Fab Five Freddy, and and Mr. M. Those were the ones. <laughs> Mr. M was part of the original uh, the crew. Yeah, the original, the OGs. The OGs of this. Yeah. Probably, probably. It he was rapping and he A was, was cool. A was just ah chew. Yeah, she has a song. It's a jam. But and she was acting like she sneezes whenever she's happy. Is that they a just, thing? They're high. These people made shows. They had to justify high. why they do their thing all the time. And uh, the A song. So that was Jim McLucky's favorite letter, right? Was yes, I? yes. Uh, my friend Jim McLucky, him and I talked about this a long time ago, and I can't remember why it even ever came up. But I remember he told me he has the VHS tape with all of the episodes on it, and wow. now they're just all on YouTube. But, I mean, I always think it's weird when anybody younger than me has heard of this because it felt like it was state-of-the-art when yeah. in, uh, what year? Three, four, five, six, nineteen seventy-seven. It was... It was pretty hot, but he's younger than me. So he the, had some old ass letters that they were still like, come on, kids. No, this is great. And they were probably like, They didn't like, go in no. order. They just jumped around no. the alphabet. They didn't try to teach you the order of the alphabet at all. That was not part, that was not part of the deal. Well, they just wanted you to know words. That's why. Just I, in general. I didn't know E, I don't think very well. I don't remember the song at all because I don't think they tried to teach us E because then they'd. You have to teach kids what begins with an E. That's one of the hardest letters to try to explain to a kid. Vowels really? are hard to explain. Anyway, even though I remember the ah-choo lady. <laughs> and I remember the umbrella. But That was a windy episode. That was a super windy one. Mm-hmm. That, was a, that was a good song. Mm-hmm. But, and then I don't know why we had to go over the O either. So, yeah, I don't understand. I don't know why E wasn't. Really prominent, but I think they started with it's the like, letters. Oh, for onomatopoeia! <laughs> you're like, what the fuck are you talking about? This is for five year olds. They started with the letters that are, that every kid lo- like the um, Wheel of Fortune when they have those like five letters that everybody yeah. picks first, yeah. and then they gave up and they're just like, you get those standard, and now yeah. just pick like two more. Yeah. So that's what they they basically started with those letters. <laughs> they're like, these letters are the jam for everybody forever. <laughs> you're gonna want to play Wheel of Fortune one day. <laughs> Mr. It just came out. Mr. T had the tall teeth. I remember liking that one. That was one of my favorites. <laughs> Everything he did was in 2,222 amounts. His teeth were so tall, it took 2,222 <laughs> brushes from the tip top of the tooth to the tip top of the tooth from Tuesday through Tuesday. Tuesday through... Everything. Oh, Everything Tuesday. he said okay, was Thursday. in 2,222. He, he could not do... Th- things in a smaller or larger quantity than that. So in my kindergarten class, they had inflatable 
letter people. Mm -hmm. But then the kindergarten class across the hall from me had life-size letter people. Oh, wow. So that was cooler. Way cooler. And I was in the one that just had... Regular, I don't know, they were oh, like a man. foot tall or You're something. In the shitty class. Yeah. And then I went in there one day and looked, and all the letter people were sitting at the desk. They were life size, which just meant they were five year old size, because that's what life size was to me then. And I was like, oh man, I could like be friends with it was like a blow up doll of like, I could have been friends with the, with the letter Q. Yeah. Oh, I don't remember what Q was. I don't know how they justified that shit. But so yeah. Wow. That's well, I'm glad That's I letters. knew about this. I'm glad I and, found, uh, I heard and heard the news of the letter people. I I think it just was. I think the '70s sometimes people just got high and got puppets, and they're like, "Let's just sell what we can of content with puppets." Yeah, it's like they had the puppets first, and uh, then they made up the show. I, I I guess some of them just look like they just somebody knew how to sew. Is what went down, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Puppets are really poorly represented in our lives, in real life, for mm-hmm. the most part. Mm-hmm. It's usually stand-up comics who have terrible puppets, and then they're terrible at it. I told you that I worked with a comedian whose name I can't remember, but uh, in Oklahoma, who, like, make that's what he, he's a puppet, puppeteer. Was like he, he good? made he made puppets for like Sesame Street. And oh, shit. like that kind. I thought yeah. you meant he was a comedian, puppet comedian guy. No, no, no. He didn't bring the puppets on stage. That was just a skill of his. I think the last time that I remember enjoying pop puppets, like just new puppet shit, was Syphil and Ollie. Ah, uh, I remember that a little bit. Sock puppets on yeah. MTV. Yeah, that was a good time. Syphil and Ollie show. And then, Something like that? Or yeah. did I just make that up? No, that was real. And now, I don't know. I don't know why. I, don't, I mean, there's like tons of animation. Yeah. There's tons C- of animation. CP's holding down some puppets. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. CP's good comedian with puppets. Well, yeah. With the, he has the one. Does he have more than one? I think he's brought out some other characters. Okay. He's worked on it. He's, he's got he's, Reggie Bo, and He's that got Reggie is, Bo and, and is, is, the, is the staple. Reggie Bo is a green, hairy beast, which stands for regular weed <laughs> as opposed to good weed. Uh-huh. It's the regs. Mm-hmm. And, and, yeah, that's the last time or the only time recently, it's not even that recently, that I remember seeing a, mm-hmm. a puppet. Have a I mean, they, they're, they're, still sketch, they're still updated Reggie Bo sketches on his oh, YouTube. Oh, I didn't uh-huh. know that. Yeah. Missing out. But they... There's tons of animation. Why aren't there just tons of puppet shows? Why isn't there a puppet talk show where a puppet just hosts a show and just interviews J-Lo? I don't think that... Why? I don't think that the world, and especially children's programming, thrives much on variety. Because all variety is is not the thing that's the popular thing. So if everybody's into elephants, then every single television show for kids is just going to be about elephants. I don't, I don't think yeah, that children's programming has variety because it's like, why don't we just make the... Th- why do we give them options? The kids already said they like this. Let's just give them that and make money off of it. The last time I looked at children's programming was when we were babysitting my friend's son, Ian. Well, Ian's my friend. <laughs> Went on to get his dad involved. My friend, Ian, we were babysitting him. Uh-huh. And... We had to watch YouTube, and that was children's he calls me. He calls me Jeff Horst. Yeah, full name. 
you should tell him your middle name. I'll call you Jeff Lloyd Horse. But he um He got me he a birthday was, card once and it said Jeff Horse on it. <laughs> he was like five, I think, when we were babysitting him and all he did was want to watch YouTube and it was just people opening up eggs. And they yeah. were these girls, these women that were fully manicured because all you saw were their hands. Yeah, and that's weird. They were opening up plastic eggs and then there'd be a toy inside and they would just go, oh, and it was not a show. It was just somebody's house, just a woman opening up eggs over and over. Or some of them were like Play-Doh covered toys. And then the person would just open up, a, just scrape through an egg of Play-Doh and get to a Disney yep. princess and just go, ooh, hours, hours. And then we had to do it with him. And mm-hmm. I'm like, why didn't I just get a manicure and film myself opening up eggs? Because you didn't want to be great. I guess You not. didn't want to be famous. You didn't I, didn't wanna, I don't care about fame. That's money. Yeah, money. yeah, yeah. You it's didn't just want that money. money. You think someone's going to recognize your manicure at Toys R Us? And Maybe. You're like, oh, my God, it's her. Can you open this? Can you open this Can you part? open my wallet and take out $100? Because it's you. No. All right. Well, uh, back to back to the show. That's my shit. That's my, That's my shit. shit. Are we back? We're back. We're back. How many of those do you, do you edit in? I think I keep them all. You keep them all of the questions of me always not knowing if we're back? No, sometimes I guess I take out the are we back. Oh, okay. And then I, I just keep in the, we're back. For those of you at home, uh, Esther is also the sound engineer of this whole operation. So, yeah. So when uh, we are coming back to talking uh, after watching the movie, uh, I don't know if we're live or not. So that's that's just me asking if we're back. And that's why in radio stations they had lights, you know, uh, on-air lights. Uh, so you know not to say something there you dumb. Go. I just... I just have faith that you'll just edit out the dumb stuff or keep the funny dumb stuff. Yeah. Uh, so let's do a synopsis of what we left off with. Feel okay. free to interject whenever you want to. Otherwise, I'm just going to keep on going until I say I think that's it. All right. You I'll, ready? I'll do my notes with you. Okay. Uh, so you'll interrupt me at some point? Yeah. Okay. So they, uh, they find out that the man who visited their home and who visited... Uh, his work, George, the husband, I forget the wife's name, uh, that that man who visited that, uh, both of those places, uh, that he is a Bigfoot hunter. And uh, they find him in like books or magazines that they got about Bigfoot from the library. Uh, all of the books, the books which show Bigfoot as the scary monster, and that bothers the family since they know him to be a little bit more gentle. Uh, the husband goes to the Bigfoot Museum that the hunter who visited the family uh, earlier, and he visited that museum himself earlier uh, with his old friend and old partner. I think we covered that. Uh, he went there, uh, the, the, George went there uh, to get more information from the guy who works there to see just more information that he can find out about Bigfoot. And the man that works there uh, sees that George's car is a little messed up and makes the connection uh, remembering that the guy who's hunting Bigfoot, I need to get some names for these people because this can get, they're all hunting Bigfoot. Uh, so there's the hunter of Bigfoot and there's the guy that works at the museum and they go back. They used to be friends. The guy who's the hunter, he 
uh, still believes in Bigfoot, obviously, and the guy that runs the museum uh, no longer does, but he still sells Bigfoot stuff and puts on a big lie whenever somebody shows up. His, like, analogy or whatever you'd call it for saying um, that... Oh, somehow he said, yeah, you've never seen baby pigeons. And then I was like, bam, he's right, but, though. Have you but seen But they a- exist. But then that was weird because he's saying that he doesn't believe in Bigfoot. Oh, no, but he, he th- that was when, okay, so when George, the father of the family, when he walked into the museum, the man treated him like a customer. Mm-hmm. And if you want, so, so he was putting on a big spiel pretending as if he believes in the Bigfoot to get this man to believe in the hype enough to buy some shit. But then when the guy talked to him was like, yeah, no, I, I fucking really believe in him. And he gave this story about like, what if there was a guy that took Bigfoot in, then he broke his, his, you know, worker character and was like, yeah, no, that shit's not going to work, buddy. And then he was just like, you know, then he, then he talked to him from a different perspective. Mm. But um, I, but so, so he doesn't really. I don't know if he fully believes in Bigfoot. His faith has been tested in earlier in the movie. You, it's implied that he really doesn't uh, think that it's worth chasing after this guy, whether it's real or not. I had baby pigeons living outside my window Lies. when I lived in Chicago. But I will say that I never saw them as babies. I saw the teenage pigeon. You saw teenage pigeons exactly. So I didn't you see don't the baby, but I real. remember seeing the egg in the nest, mm-hmm. and I don't remember seeing the baby. Maybe my roommate would be like, oh, no, yeah, we did. We saw the babies. But, oh, really? Let's bring them on the line. But it's uh, it's been erased from my memory. Kim, who's your roommate? Um, oh. oh, random Can we call him right now? No. <laughs> That'd be crazy. If we just brought him on. I, t- I can't remember who I lived with in that apartment, but you're, that you person haven't talked to them in years, and you're just like, I be, got a question. They might be dead, so which that, isn't surprising because a lot of people I know are dead. Well, who's not dead so far in the movie is Bigfoot because they are chasing after Bigfoot, and uh, oh yeah, and then like at the museum or mm-hmm. what is it called? Was it a museum or was it a gift shop? It, it was all that. Okay, museum and gift shop. He, something. Uh, something. What's his name? George bought a Bigfoot lamp that was just a yeah. foot with a lamp hanging out of it, and I kind of liked it. You want one? Kind of, yeah. I'd, I'll get, I'll get one if I see that. I'm buying that for sure. I don't think they really have those anywhere. Not with that attitude. Uh, yeah. So earlier in the movie, the hunter is telling the owner of the Bigfoot Museum uh, that he was really close to finding Bigfoot. And then he believes that he got hit by a car and that he somehow vanished. And the man didn't believe that because he said, well, I mean, we would he'd be limping around the forest if he got hit by a car, you know. So they, 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 and so then it's he sees the car all bent up in his uh, parking lot. And the man just now got done telling him a story about, hey, what if a family brought Bigfoot in, hypothetically, so I think that the gift shop owner is, uh, has connected all the dots. And then they get home, and the father uh, tells the family about it, and they're all upset. They're like, you know, that's not what Bigfoot... Oh, we already talked about that. So his, we find out that George is a painter after he uh, and drawer 
drawer artist after he makes a, a nice painting of Harry or picture that he draws of him. Uh, they just threw that in there for two seconds just to justify the scene of his father, who is the owner of where he works. George works at a gun shop. And his father asks him to paint a giant poster of Bigfoot looking scary and vicious so that they can put uh, a map next to it of places the public claim to have seen Bigfoot. And they were call, they were, they're going to call their shop like the Bigfoot headquarters, you know, to get people to buy more ammo and weapons. So his dad was a dick and didn't want him to be an artist. And so it's very much like uh, he wanted to paint or draw or whatever. And the guy was like, no, you can't have any paint. But here's a BB gun. Go be a man. Quit being a girl. That was like. His whole origin story of that's why I'm a hunter. I really wanted to be an artist and not mm. kill animals. That is. That is. I don't think I really realized that until you broke it down like that. That is his origin. And uh, it works, though. What the dumb father... I mean, you, he's not a bad guy as much as the average guy that you would imagine that would act in that scenario of not believing in big, Bigfoot. Oh, uh, but he's the, just, I don't think that the father is like a dick. I think the father is just a guy. I think oh, nobody you're saying would, he's like a stereotypical gonna, dude? Yeah, I don't, think, I don't think that anybody would believe in Bigfoot. No, I don't think he's telling so him he, to believe in Bigfoot. He just didn't let him be an artist. Oh, yeah, then. Yeah, okay, as a child, yeah, he was a dick of a father as a kid. Yeah, uh, so, I was thinking of him as an adult now, now. So he as an drew, adult now. He drew a Bigfoot. He's like, make him all scary and mean, so we sell a bunch of guns. Yeah, and then he didn't. And then the guy was like, yeah, it's because you're a shitty artist. Yeah, and from his perspective, he told you to make me make me a scary Bigfoot, and he did not. I felt but like that was because the he doesn't want to make him look vicious because then people are going to be more likely to kill him. Because George wanted to go and save him and find him and all this stuff, but mm-hmm. I didn't think they showed Harry enough with the family for them to all be so attached to him. I think they did it just uh, yeah. They, I think they could have did that a little bit more. I think they're doing that where we're, we're fast forward where we're at right now where we just yeah. paused it, but. Uh, I think they did that a little bit before, but not with all of the characters. So they have that. I think what they did is, okay, the mom is the most compassionate. So you're supposed to be like, just believe that she'll miss Harry just because she's just the nicer one to begin with. The boy is the one that hung out with Harry the most because he hung out with him in the basement when the people were there and the company came over and stuff like that. And somehow they became best buds. You saw them watching TV and stuff like that. And then the father was teaching them tricks. Yeah. So so I, I think that they gave individual scenes for everybody except for the daughter. But I think that was her role was to be the the bitch. Just but to be in like, like he movie smells. land, it looked like an hour. Like it looked like, uh, oh, no, this is this guy's going to tear up the house. And then, oh, wait, I guess he's nice. Oh, let's bond for an hour. He's missing. That's how it felt. Sure. But, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure they could have. Re, you know, I'm sure maybe they can redo it. It came out in '89. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I, I see what you're saying. They could have put more time into that. Um, the father 
adds fangs and some red eyes to the gentle image that he made against the father's wishes and that angers the son uh, in the middle of a trans or right after a transaction where the son is talking to a man who does not have license to buy ammo and has all these issues. The store is packed now. So the store is just packed with people that want to buy ammo and buy guns and he's trying to do it legally. And so he, you know, there's a, uh, some altercation between him and a customer who said, look, I need to, I need to get some ammo cause he's three, uh, my, I, I saw he's like three blocks from my house. And he said, what's your house? You know? And so he had an interaction with the guy where he got the guy's address basically. Uh, then he leaves, sees the painting all messed up and edited now look, making Harry look angry. So then he quits and he runs out, uh, to go find him. So then it's the father, the hunter, uh, the police and tons of strangers. They're all on the hunt for Harry. Uh, the hunter and the fa- uh, and, G- and George both find Harry. Um, and George gets to take him back home. And well, it's a loving were, and touching moment when they when take they him home. When they were hunting for him, uh, I thought it was great that the cops are like, oh, civilians have guns. And they like find a guy with a gun and they just take the gun away from him and they're like yeah civilians shouldn't have guns yeah that's so funny now they give them water and thank them and Mm -hmm. the president justifies them killing people not only did he just the the police just take the gun from the guy's hand but the guy looked like you caught me with a gun twice they did it because then they found the the if there was cartoon music at the time it would have been like (laughs) Cops found the hunter, the Bigfoot hunter, mm-hmm. because he was riding with Bigfoot, well, with Harry, in a garbage... Ride with Bigfoot. Um, what's it called? Harry a dumpster. He was in a dumpster, and the cops found him, and he had a gun, and they just literally took the gun out of his mm-hmm. hand. Yep. And I know this is a movie, but I think this is better than real life <laughs> in that way. I think they could just do that. Yeah. I don't think they're... I, yeah. They just give him a look. Mm-hmm. Maybe this is just a fantasy land, 1989 movies, but yeah. at least they were upset that yeah. a civilian especially had a, dude a gun. In, especially in public, where it's just like, no, you're not at house. You're just, what, what would you need, in this scenario, what would you need a gun for in, in a dumpster by yourself? And the, Well, I think they knew he was, everybody was hunting Bigfoot. Sure, but, but imagine that in today's society. Imagine everybody hunting Bigfoot, Everybody's allowed to have a gun. You don't know who's allowed to have it. Magically, the police just think that all the black people hunt, hunting Bigfoot shouldn't be hunting Bigfoot. Like I, I don't. I'm trying to figure out how the racist police of today would handle well, just think, all of the public just out together with assault rifles and handguns. I think you're just more, all hunting Bigfoot together. I think you're more likely to find Bigfoot than you are to find Antifa. <laughs> That's true. You might so. Um, the, yeah, that's where we, that's, so that's where we, we left off. It did feel like where we just left off, there's like 30 minutes left, but Mm -hmm. it was such a jovial end of like, they found him and then they're like doing his hair and giving him like a fucking pedicure. So I don't know what's going to happen now Mm -hmm. because it feels like the end of the movie. Like, oh, well this is the end. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess the hunter's going to hunt because that's what he does. But, hunter's going to hunt. But I do. really don't know what's going to happen other than there was a movie called Abominable, which is supposed to be like, I think, the Abominable slow, Snowman. <laughs> slow Man. The Abominable Slow Man. <laughs> I'm here. All right. But um, it it was kind of the same kind of thing but it's animated mm. it came out like last year mm. i don't think I th- this came out in 89 yeah case you're trying to say that this stole the idea no i'm trying to say that i think i know what this like type of movie what happens in the end usually ah uh, yeah i mean this, it, you should have you should be able to guess it because it's a harry and the hendersons from 1989 yeah okay i mean the biggest surprise would be if you're surprised. If at the end of this, you're like, I didn't see that coming. If at the end of this, he just starts just working. They're just eating like, a fucking Bigfoot burger together as a family. <laughs> then, yeah, that'd be a twist. They're like, Starbucks is hiring. And then he just gets a job at Starbucks. <laughs> and he sounds a lot like, what, what came out first? When did Star Wars came out? 1976 or something. Uh, yeah. Oh, he's not a Chewbacca. He he did a Chewbacca impression. Well, yeah, I mean that's the quintessential sound. That even a big even though makes even now. though even though even though in reality Chewbacca is a ripoff from Bigfoot just to begin with as an existence of a character. Because Bigfoot's, Bigfoot's been around been for around. a thousand years. What are you talking about? I Harry and the Hendersons though. came out in '89, but Bigfoot came out a thousand years ago, and then Star Wars comes out with a just stealing everything was a stolen thing. Trash can with wheels. Everything. Everything wasn't... It was the most... It was It was a great movie, sure. But none of the characters were like some like, where did he come up with that? That was a Bigfoot. I guess. It's a Bigfoot. The movie even talks like Bigfoot. C-3PO. That's just a standard robot. That's just a robot walking around and talking. Talking like a robot. That's just the robot that a five-year-old would draw. But in 1976... Five-year-old would draw? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> All right. We go back? We go back. So now we're going to get to the ending. When we talk to you after this, we're going to hear whether or not Esther was surprised or if she connected <laughs> all the dots she was supposed to at this point. All right. All right. That's my shit. That's my shit. That's my shit. Are we back? We're back. Oh, man. Are you done crying? Oh, let me get situated. Are you done crying? All right. You're going to get mad at me, but Harry kind of freaked me out. What do you mean Harry freaked you out? I don't know. The teeth. The I don't want to hang out with a Bigfoot. What do you mean? He was adorable. But he was too people He was smiling. He was like a dude. Yeah, he was like a dude. He was that's like a hairy it, man. That's This is what it took to make vegetarians in the 80s. Okay. <laughs> If they don't, if an animal isn't almost like a man, then you're not going to get anybody. Because if it looks even slightly like mostly animal, they're going to be like, well, yeah, that's, they're supposed to be dead. They're supposed I guess to be that, on that was plate. like the 80s. But nowadays, everyone wants to snuggle with a dog. And if you say like, oh, there's a man in your bed, and they're like, ah, a man. Yeah, but this, this, this was Felt this is a, a bit. This is a know. bigfoot. He's like rapey. He had, he He's had, allegedly had a big dick, and like then no, he wasn't rapey. What are I you talking about? I didn't want to snuggle him. 
He, what do you mean rapey? You take that back. I don't that know. is not going on the record. He was just. He was I mean, smiling. I'm saying that he was happy. If, he pet the dog. Yeah, he's happy, he but he was a gentleman. What fuck more? Even even at the end of the was movie, in the living he, room, he brought asleep. flowers back. Right to with the, the girl. He I get remembered that, but each individual detail of what him? that. Do you want to snuggle the, him? The boy snuggled with Do him. Do you want to snuggle him? I'll snuggle with him right now. I don't want to snuggle with him. It's a big furry fucking what do you mean i want to snuggle with a dog but you don't even want to snuggle with a dog no i do i would snuggle nah, a dog you don't want to snuggle with but a dog. i don't want to snuggle a dude at the end he could talk he couldn't talk he yeah, made he noises said, okay <laughs> that's what he did he said you know it was, it was closer he to said, like huh, huh. it was more yeah. like it was more like two noises yeah, that's what okay is. Okay, that's two noises. Okay, but not pronounced so perfectly. He said okay. So just because he learned to talk. So and they were like, look, he evolved. And then he so evolved if a dog away. Gets, so if a dog, if a dog gets too smart, fuck him. Is that what you're saying? Damn. I mean, if that dog knows how to sit, that's one thing. But if that dog starts being able to talk back, if let's kill that talk, son of a like bitch. Like Brian on Family Guy, is it weird when Brian has sex with uh, Lois? Yeah, it's weird. No, man, I'm in, I've been rooting for him. I'm rooting for him to fuck her because the he's whole horny. time. Because he's rapey. What do you mean? Because he's rapey? No, he's because no, he's, he's a man that wants to fuck Lois. Lois yeah, is one man. of the hottest ones on Family Guy. They, a man, all, not all the men. A dog. Quagmire fucks him. Not Everybody a fucks him. Bill Clinton fucked, fucked her. Do you want to snuggle Brian then? Do I, you want to snuggle Brian? He's a dog. I'd I'd snuggle Brian. And you don't think he'd be like, well, Jeff, I don't usually do this with guys, but... <laughs> okay, there's a big difference between f- having full speech and being okay. like... Okay. <laughs> you didn't say, okay, oh, can communicate. Dogs can communicate with that to that level right now. You've seen I mean, on TikTok these cats pressing buttons that say outside, yeah. outside, I mean, outside, I, I outside. Don't, I don't like that dogs hump. I guess maybe that's my fear is that he's going to hump. Yeah, a dog humping is the same thing as a person saying, I want to fuck you. I know. That's, but that's what the it means in if, sign language if Harry, when a dog humps. If Harry humps, then you're a goner. Okay, but Harry's, Harry doesn't want to hump. You don't know that. That's why they're extinct and they don't the have, they have a low sex drive. That's Fine. why there's so few of them. You think if they're out fucking, just humping everything, there'd be so few of them out in the wild? That's their so issue. Like they got pandas? the pandas. They yeah, they got the panda problem. <laughs> they're not horny enough. So <laughs> <laughs> that's their issue. The next time I, I don't want to do it, I'll just be like, I'm just pandaing out today. Just be like a panda, and then yeah, I'm just gonna panda. Be like, today. stop being like a fucking panda. <laughs> Put out. <laughs> that's what I'll say. Uh, so should we give a recap of what we, we saw? Or Well, I will say the end, I was right, like you this said. This is what you thought would happen. Yeah, it's yeah. what I thought would happen because he always... Well, the other thing that I was thinking, too, was the uh, mapping of E.T. And mm-hmm. then at the very end of this, like the logo is E.T. <laughs> the end of the movie. The logo oh, I don't was remember e. what the logo was. And I don't um, really remember what E.T. was about. E.T. An alien, was, E.T. phone home. Yeah, it was an alien. They rode on a bike in the sky. Yeah, and the government, well, you pretty much they said the a, whole movie. They had a wig. Uh, yeah, see? You know the whole movie. But the <laughs> government was trying yeah, they to, They made like, a weird noise. Did yeah, they have the, jelly beans? 
Je- were jelly beans part of no. it? Fin- his no. Hands, his fingers lit up? Yeah. The government was trying to find him and study him. And so that's, I don't know how many movies. Oh, man. E.T. was mean, like a shitty X-Men. That, like he didn't well, really have any powers. X-Men. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like he was like a, he really didn't have any but, powers. But that's so many plots. That is is always... that what E.T. was? Was just a mutant with awful he was powers? An alien. It was just ugh. an alien that like was just unimpressive. Was that the twist? It's like, what if it's an alien? Can't do anything cool. No, he could do stuff. What? I forgot. His fingers he lit flew. up. He flew. He flew through there. After they rid a bike, they almost got killed. Weren't people chasing him and shit? Like it took yeah, all but of he still that. Flew. Oh, fucking whatever. Fucking Buzz Lightyear flew. I don't I don't I'm not impressed. Well, he oh, flew. Oh, what movie are we talking about? So Harry and the Hendersons. But so, wait, so he goes so in the end, I'm just jumping to the end that he um yeah, he goes into the forest and there's other big feet. So that was the other thing. With it kind of just appeared. Yeah, that happened in Abominable as well. Like, they go back. In E.T., they didn't do that just because he went. No, they did. I don't know. They did no show, abominable. like, one alien, I think, mm. come out that kind of looked like him. There's always, like, oh, go back to where you came from. And that's that's always how it is. Mm-hmm. The other um, Harrys, they were creepy, too. Especially the child one. The child, mm-hmm. what, Deborah? <laughs> yeah, played by Deb. We read the credits. <laughs> Deborah was Baby Bigfoot. <laughs> it was the only name that I read, but I was I just don't like, understand. I was like, but that was, so was it a little person in a suit? Or was it, or did they scale things down? Because I you don't know. Do, you could do tricks. I mean, it was. But no, they this all is 89. Walked, I don't but, know. No, but they all walked one at a time. Like, it was just images and videos, like, layered over. It was weird that I was trying to also figure out what Harry was. It said there was a puppeteer, and then it said there was like it was some... a Bigfoot. It even said Bigfoot. Thanks, thank you, Bigfoot, it for said, being in this film. No, it's a thank you, special thanks to Bigfoot for existing, so we can have. I don't a know film. about that. You guys, you're gonna have to watch it yourselves. No, at home, there. Find out. I don't know if this was like a Big Bird situation. What, if Big Bird? Was, You're going to tell me Big Bird's not real? <laughs> Big Bird's a person. Big, and if Big Bird... Well, yeah, Big Bird. So you don't want to cuddle with Big Bird? No. <laughs> Too big. Too bird. Hi, Aster. No, I, I never want to... I would cuddle with and Grover. with Aster. I would, I would not cuddle with Elmo. No. Hammer. Grover, Yes. Grover, was that the trash can one? No, that's Gro- the Oscar. What's Grover? The blue guy. I talk like... I can't even talk like Grover. The cookie Shit. Monster? No, that's Cookie Monster. I, I might cuddle with Cookie Monster. I mean, I really... Cookie Monster talks too. I really like cookies. Oh, you just... You'd cuddle... You'd. You, that's the equivalent of fucking a dude for money. <laughs> Are you telling me you'd cuddle Cookie Monster for cookies? But I mean, he's kind of cute. How much, yeah, and he, he's just as rapey as the rest of them. How dare you judge fucking Bigfoot? No, he just wants cookies. And then cuddle with, oh, that's fucking shitty. That's fucking shitty. Bigfoot was nothing but a gentleman who was nice to everybody. He, he, he. Maybe uh, that dog that plays piano. The dog that that what on the, the Muppets? Oh, I thought like the text my mom sent us. Like no, <laughs> no, no. Um, <laughs> the dog that played piano. He talk. He had a voice like that. I'm not you know remember, him? No, I don't remember that one. Oh. Well, 
I mean, he didn't seem like a dog. He seemed more like a man, but I kind of liked him. Bugs Bunny? No. See, but you got answers right away, but they're not consistent. And I'm just pointing that out. That it, it I mean, does- one dog that has male qualities, fine. But the rest of them, and I admit it's because he's a good man. Scooby? No, the dog that plays piano on the Muppets. No, I know. I'm just listening. I'm oh, just... now, no. Scooby, God, no. Why? You don't think he can find cookies? He's probably more, <laughs> he probably has better cookies than Cookie Monster. No, I don't like the way he talks. He's too oh, big. Oh, so you're right. So you're right. His accent, if he had a different accent, if he talked differently and was from a different region, is that what you're saying? He's not the right breed for you? I don't like the way he talks for sure. And he's too big. So I guess, yeah, he's the wrong breed. I'm not into Great Danes. All right. Well, that's kind of fucked up. I didn't know we were going to end your career in this episode. Uh, so we didn't talk about how this ended. Did you guys figure it out, listening at uh, home, how this ended? Uh, the guy from the museum comes over to the family's house. The whole family's dressed up for dinner, and it's weird that yeah, they're also... why are they dressed up? Did they do that in that time period? We're having company. Put on a tie. I think they were trying to impress the doctor. It's almost like he's like, he's a doctor. A doctor's coming in our home? A doctor. He wasn't a medical doctor. He had a PhD in Bigfoot tree or whatever the fuck. Yeah, I don't, yeah who knows? Uh, then during it, uh, Bigfoot is listening to music. He's hiding in another room, and he's listening to the... Uh, the song that Esther got her like made fun of her whole life of short people get no reason to live. Short people get they're fucking dumb. And yeah, I don't know how it goes, but uh, I've big, been short my whole life, and that song was stupid. <laughs> Bigfoot was listening to that song. Uh, the museum man, uh, who who was the guy that came over. Uh, uh, to to visit the family. Um, he met the family. He sees Bigfoot. Uh, Harry steps on, uh, sleeps on some tree branches on the floor. I thought that was hilarious. Uh, they all spend the night. You know what I thought was weird he, because and he's going to be taking the next yes and random was that she's like we're having roast beef. Who the fuck eats roast beef other than the what when do you, you do that every holiday ever? What do you mean? Really? Ew. I've never seen just roast beef there. It's like the only time I think of roast beef is. So you've never had. When the, have you had roast beef? Then I don't know. It has to be, I think unless roast you're at Old Country hash. Buffet, you got to be at an all-you-can-eat restaurant. To I eat. guess that's the only time it's there. There's that time with the little piggies. Like this little piggy went to market. This little piggy stayed home. This little piggy had roast beef. This little piggy had none. That's the only time anyone's ever eaten roast beef that I know of. Is that piggy? Is the three little... What do you mean? You, is that piggy that ate roast beef? You just said that piggy. Yeah. One piggy the, 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 piggy. the piggy that ate roast beef is the only time that a roast beef was had? Yeah. From what I know of roast mm. beef. Do, do you just eat roast beef for... I mean, did you just eat roast I beef eat roast for beef. dinner? Yeah. Really? I think so. I don't so. even know what it looks like. I don't know. I don't know. Arby's. I guess Arby's is yeah. a time when people eat roast beef. But besides that, it's just a beef. Just a... Well, anyway, they didn't eat it because the fucking Bigfoot buried it in the backyard because <laughs> he's a vegetarian. Well, I, I mean, he's pescatarian. He's pescatarian. But that didn't come out yet in 89, so they didn't know what to say. They Yeah, they just said, he's a vegetarian. Yeah, it's this, yeah people don't know what that means now. But he ate a couple of fish. Yeah, they, yeah. <laughs> um, I know, why'd they even make him pescatarian? Because of bears? 
Were they like, they couldn't even fathom a fictional vegetarian and they were like, he's got to have his protein. I, 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 he's going to die. I sincerely, <laughs> I sincerely thought that they thought that that was vegetarian and they thought that vegetarian <laughs> was vegan. I don't think that they knew that there was any other subcategories whatsoever. I think they were I don't just, remember when I learned that either. I think it came out in 92 or something. Um, so yeah, the museum men came over, they were all slept, the little boy slept with them for the last night because they had to get rid of them the next day. The hunter guy comes over. The hunter guy is French and he's wearing a beret. Mm-hmm. So I feel like they just made the most caricature French dude. Oh yeah. And then during that, like, <laughs> and then during that, there was an Asian gardener, uh, that the neighbor was called him Kim Chi, and he's like, my name is Kim Lee. And she was like, whatever. And that was supposed to, I think that was supposed to be funny. They were like, yeah. ah, racism. Yeah. You get it? Because we don't know people's names. And uh, the flowers got messed up, maybe from Bigfoot. I don't know why they got messed Oh, no, because the, cause the guy clipped them for evidence. The hunter clipped all the flowers for evidence to try to figure out where Bigfoot was because he knew he was in the area. No, Bigfoot took them and gave them to the daughter. Is that what happened? Yes. Oh, yeah, the Bigfoot, Bigfoot clipped them to the daughter. Took then, them, then the gave them to the daughter because he ate her flower earlier okay. in the film. And then the guy was like sniffing them out and tasting them because that's how what he does to hunt Bigfoot is smell and taste shit, the mm-hmm. French dude. And then, yeah, so the neighbor got mad at him. They end up... Uh, then they got to run away. Then they're like, oh, shit. Well, everybody's away. looking for Bigfoot right now, so we have to leave. In the scientist's or the doctor's car. The museum and, doctor's car. And, and then the uh, hunter stole the family fam- car. Because they flattened his tires before they left. Yes. And when they were driving down the road... I love how easily cars are stolen in movies. It's just as easy as the video games. Well, you don't have had, to hot, hot wire or people just all keys. leave their keys he in every car. In Earlier, even when, gone in the house no, but this happened the throughout the entire movie. Everybody stole everybody's car randomly. Uh, the mm, garbage yeah, truck was there, was was there and then they just they he took. just hopped in and started driving it. Yeah, that's yeah. Um, when they were having a car chase down the highway, there was a lot of traffic, so they just pretended they were a cop by the by fucking the, a, a cop drove by first. His, so yeah, that that's yeah, what inspired the idea. The idea. Bigfoot putting his head out the window and making a siren noise. He was all like, Aah. like that's not going to, yeah, cause good. any attention. Everybody grabbing. moved because they respected the police in '89. They, yeah, they backed the boys in blue. But then they the, also didn't go. Oh, look, that's not a siren. That's a Bigfoot. Like, there's not even a light. It wasn't a cop car at all. It was just a weird-looking truck. A red, yeah, but they were behind it. Truck. They didn't see where it was coming from, but they moved out of the way just in case. That was weird. Yeah, that was that was hilarious. Uh, and uh, people in movies of this time period always faint when they're when they see something crazy, oh, and yeah, they that's always hilarious. like get cross-eyed and then get dizzy and <sighs> faint. Yeah, and just fall and make on the, the ground. Faint noise. Yeah, it's so great. They they see something so crazy. That they just faint. And then when they wake up, they're like, did I see a whatever the hell they Yeah, you could just, saw. anybody that faints in a movie, when they wake up, you can convince them that they didn't see whatever made yeah. them faint. 
And it's then it's crazy. always the, what? You saw that? No, that's crazy. You yeah. must have hit your head. <laughs> I think you got a concussion. You got a knot on that. Yeah, yeah. That's and then a- that's, man, I just want to like make a movie now where somebody faints somehow. <laughs> just like a, all the things. <laughs> uh, there's not, I know there's been not another, what is it? You know, teen movie teen thing. Movie. So then there was teen movie. There was ho- there was Halloween stuff. But scary movie. Did they do? Yeah. Did they really do like what would this even be considered like family? Hmm. I don't know. And when the doctor was in the house, did you notice he was wearing a Bigfoot tie the whole time? I did not notice that he was wearing a. Bigfoot it was a bolo tie. tie, like those are what like cowboy ties, those things. But it had a big. I didn't foot know. On that. It. I thought there was two ties: clip-on, uh, three clip-on, regular, and bow. I've, I've right. never heard of this other toe you tie you just said. Uh, it's metal and it's got like strings coming out of it. It's mm. cowboys wear it. But anyway, he had it, and I think it'd be funny. Like, like he met Bigfoot. Like, oh, this is Harry. Harry, this is a doctor that studies you. Yeah. And he's just wearing the merch. You know, like, oh, nice tie. Looks like my foot. Like it was how weird, like, awkward. Like it was, like it was just embarrassing for him. You think? Yeah, be like if you met like Dave Chappelle and you were wearing a Dave Chappelle shirt. <laughs> That'd be weird. True. That'd be and you weird. had a Dave Chappelle museum. <laughs> you just studied him because people said he wasn't real. Uh, I guess it would be more like Antifa than. To go with that theme again. So you were wearing your Antifa footprint tie. Mm-hmm. So they're chasing Harry in the woods. Mm-hmm. And the hunter. The whole family's there. The hunter's chasing him. The dog's getting on the hunter. But uh, the, um, was it the, yeah, the hunter kicks him in the balls. And <laughs> oh my God. It's, it reminded me of The Simpsons with uh, the one where they did a film festival. And uh, I believe Homer's, is it Homer's video? Yeah, which is football. No, no, it's somebody else. But they, they just do football in the groin. Oh, yeah, that's funny. And yeah. he's just like, it's a football in the groin. <laughs> that's such a, everybody laughs when somebody gets kicked in the balls. Yeah, it's classic. And uh, he just kicked him in the balls as hard as possible. And then it was just like, ooh, he got kicked in the balls. And he made that noise. He was like, <laughs> It's the only noise he makes until he says, okay. Uh, oh, and uh, my, my childhood favorite phrase was said in this part of the movie. Do you remember it? Yes, you told me, Whoa, and, what was but it? I thought it was a British guy, but it was the French guy the whole time. I feel like the whole time you've been saying it sounds British. <laughs> okay, you mean to tell me there's a difference? There's not. I think that that there's guy. There's not even a difference if I had to draw where they're at on a globe, I, let alone the sound of the impressions. I think that guy got British at uh, that uh, moment. Uh, yeah, they, I, I don't know. I don't know what other people sound like. <laughs> I, that's why I try to never do impressions as much as I can in life. It's going to only sound inappropriate. 
because I'm, I'm never even close enough for it to not sound racist. That's how bad I am at impressions. No, I think uh, every white person's allowed to talk British. Oh, all right. Well, there you go. But yeah, no, he said, it's a goddamn hood. <laughs> I, was, I said that so much as a kid. My, my, my sister would be like, hey, mom, watch this. And I would just be like, it's a goddamn hood. <laughs> And then everybody would laugh and they'd be like, oh, this is hilarious when our kid curses. And this was like the only time I was like six, seven years old. And I was just always going around the house saying, it's a goddamn hood. <laughs> and uh, yeah, the hunter said that looking for the Bigfoot because he saw so many fake Bigfoot, Bigfoot prints that they, the family put into the snow to like kind of throw him off his track. But and then it, at the end, there kind of was a herd. Well, yeah. there was a small family. Yeah, that was a twist. It's a goddamn hit. <laughs> Man. So how did you feel about the movie? The, um, I didn't realize it was so serious. Mm. Like at the end, he punched him in the face. Yeah, he, he tried to save he his life. He punched Harry. He tried to save his life because Harry was like hanging on. Because Harry didn't want to leave. Harry didn't want to leave. But I mean, leave. I he, couldn't punch a dog. Once again, it's like he was a dude. If he needed to leave. Like, if you were like, get away. Like if a kitty was following you home and you're like, go I, kitty, you got to go. And then you just punched it in the face. I've, I've, I've had to punch dogs. What? You punched a dog? I had to punch my dogs all the time. I had to kick Holy them. I had shit. to throw them off roofs. What are you talking about? They would fight to the death. Oh I had to do God. that exact I had to, for their own benefit. They would try to. We, I grew up with seven dogs, and uh, the, you know the legal limit for dogs in Southfield was three. So you had so to punch we, two of them in the face. One time, Nico and Buddy. One time, what well, this one specific story, but it happened so many times the, before. The first time my parents ever saw me done st- do stand up. The very first time my parents ever saw me do stand up. It was I was doing a guest set. Chillian uh, Thomas was hosting. Don't remember anybody else on the show. I did a guest set, and uh, I (laughs) remember so many of the weird jokes I did. I talked about the MTV show Made. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah, I remember so many of the weird jokes. uh, Okay, anyways, it was, uh, oh, yeah, it was like half cancer benefit, half baseball benefit. Uh, (laughs) I remember talking about that. I was just like, wow, the cancer people really like that more than the baseball people. Because uh, they all sat on separate halves of the comedy club. It was, I don't know why anybody ever makes club you in do jokes for people who, who know people that are dying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was an off. It's awful uh, for everybody. No, nobody, n- nobody should ever be in those situations. Somebody thinks it's a good idea because it happened all the time. It happened all the time. I understand if somebody's doing it to raise money for somebody that's. I mean, any desperation. Yeah, I guess help. I do get that because when I know the people, then I'm like, "Oh, exactly. this is really cool." When I know but the when people, but when it's a random stranger and you walk in and they're like, "Oh yeah, uh, today this is for cancer." It's that woman over there at that table. Just so you know, yeah. So you don't go like, "Yeah, look at the bitch over there." Exactly. In table four. As a comedian, it's weird when you don't know the people because then you're just like. I don't know who has a sense of humor of what. So you want to make those people happy when it's the people that you know personally, you know, oh yeah, you know, I can talk, especially if you know the person personally, personally has cancer, then you can talk to them even more like just a regular person. But you're tiptoeing around what's funny 
because you're just like, I, I, I don't know. They have cancer. I don't want to insult the cancer person. But it's also insulting them to not say anything that think that they don't they have a point, sense of humor. They like point them out. It's yeah. that one. It's her right there <laughs> sitting at the table. And I'm like, okay, now I just know every time. And then you look over. I'm Did the like, cancer woman laugh at this joke? Oh, man. Surprisingly, the cancer people laughed more at the, that joke than the not. You know, you're judging everything more than you should. Uh, what were we talking about? Oh, my God. So I did a guest at a Joey's. Uh, first time my parents ever saw me do stand-up. But before I left the house, uh, Buddy and Nico, uh, both uh, two of the seven dogs, they were fighting to the death, as they do. They did that all the time uh, whenever they saw each other. But they both separately could be trusted with babies. Like, they were both separately, especially Nico, gentle dogs that never growled at a human being ever. They never growled at a human being. But when they saw each other, and that was something that we had to get, we, we, it was hard to trust people to watch the dogs because we. They, I don't think that we could get that point across that people, like people, some people separate dogs because they may not like each other. And we're like, no, it's going to bite your hand off. It's, it's, it's not going, when I say that, I mean that literally. I don't mean that as an expression. They're going to try to murder each other until the other dog dies. That's going to be their goal. As soon as they saw each other, a, a flip switched. And uh, they saw each other. I'm the only one home. I, have, I don't know what to do in this situation. I made a mistake of you think one is in one room and you don't double check because you had to put one in one room and lock the door to let the other dog outside. And you make that mistake of not knowing where they're at and you let the dog think, ah, it's just 10 feet away to the, to the door. They just run straight outside when I open the door. Everybody, you know, you make that mistake. They see each other. I had to throw them and like kick them one downstairs. I had to just throw one dog all the way downstairs because they're scared of going up the steps. And then that, that separated the two. A dog was scared then of going soon- upstairs? Yeah, yeah. Well, there wasn't like a back to it, so it's harder for them to flap around and figure all that out. Yeah. So oh. you, you, so you throw. Yeah, the the dogs were just weren't as quickly to go up and downstairs, especially downstairs uh, into the basement because we didn't hang out in the basement. So that was like this weird room. The dogs never went in the, in the basement. It wasn't a room that we went into. That's weird. So they saw the basement and they just, just backed away like the floor was lava. Mostly, yeah. and so cats just. Go wherever the fuck they Go want. Go wherever they want. Yeah, if they, they might had a live place. The, they might just decide to live with the neighbor and yeah. not even fuck with you anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like that they house can take like, over the basement and then just be like, oh, like, a cat lives in the basement. Yeah. We don't go down there though. Yeah, some dogs are just like, no, we don't fuck with that part of the house. You never, wow. you never took us there. There might be goblins there. I don't know. So I threw Nico down in the basement. And, uh, and then it's, I didn't even know that one of them bit me. As soon as I look at my arm, I fainted like in the movies. <laughs> oh my God. You fainted? I didn't, I didn't faint, but I did immediately get lightheaded. As soon as I looked and I saw that like there was a deep like oh. bite mark into my arm, I was like, oh shit. I didn't know that that happened because it was the adrenaline of throwing them, breaking them apart. Uh, and then I get to the show and I'm all like, Hey, I'm, I'm but that took away the nerves. <laughs> Took away the nerves of my parents seeing me do comedy. Did you have but... to get stitches? No, that oh. w- that wasn't one of the few times I did. I got stitches a bunch as a kid, though. But nothing from dog too... bites. No, one time I split 
one time I slipped on grass. It was just, just as a kid, it was raining outside, slipped. And oh, then okay. there was grass on the yard somewhere towards the front, closer to the street. And then another time I was wearing rollerblades and I knocked on my front door and then just slipped. <laughs> my hand went through the glass. And that's this one right here on my wrist. The doctor said if it went any deeper, I don't know, something, something. Oh, my mom claims that that one or the one younger, it might have been the younger one before that, was like some awful experience for her because she had to like hold me down and punch me in the face. We all, we've all had to do <laughs> things for each other's benefit. Uh, she had to hold me down it, it, and I kept on screaming and said, Mommy, make him stop. And she just had to hold me down while the oh, doctor man. did that. You guys were all punching each we other. We were in all the doing face. it. And, and it was because uh, the medicine didn't work. Mm. They thought that they put it to sleep. And every time they poked me again, I fucking was like, I, I felt the needle in mm. my arm. What's, what's up with that? You know, and then they did it enough. They kept giving me enough stuff. They're like, we can't, we can't give him anymore. That that's not how it. I don't know why he's feeling it. We're going in. We're going in, and uh, and they just went in. And I guess I still felt it a little bit. And uh, yeah, that happened another time as an adult. Oh my god, you want to do a tangent? You can't just feel stuff. Oh no, no. I I mean, you can feel stuff. You don't. It was it was it was torture. No, no. They stabbed. They're not going to put you under. Over over three stitches, they're not gonna give you an anesthesia and knock you know, out for but the night. The stuff they do numb you with is supposed to be. It's a, it's supposed something. to work. Uh, one time though, when I was at Doug's house, and I scraped my finger on like a, a shaver that I had in my book bag, uh, it was too. The cut was too close to the bone on my thumb. Oh. And they just had to give me stitches with no anesthesia. Uh, they said that they couldn't, if it's too close to the bone, there's nothing they can do. And the doctor, I was screaming, screaming, random curse words. Mm-hmm. And the doctor told me to try to, another, like, a, told, asked me if I could keep it down. <laughs> he, I was like, fuck, bitch. I fucking, fuck. And then Doug is in a corner laughing. He's just dying, and then and then the guy told me to keep it down. I'm like, you're stabbing me right Ugh. now. Who, what maniac would keep quiet in this situation? You're taking a needle and you're running it through my body without any anesthesia, all because of some technicality, or something, something science. Yeah. So gross. Harry and the Hendersons, fantastic movie. Um, best, better than any Harry Potter. Better than <laughs> Harry Met Sally. And uh, Harry and the Hendersons. I it was weird because it. it was a family movie, but it just seemed it's a more, Did more we talk about like that? serious. About? Okay. Yeah. It seemed like weird. Like it wasn't like a super like comedy filled and it wasn't. I feel like they don't have these movies anymore uh. that are just like family movie, but also kind of serious message. Yeah. But also... Uh, vegan propaganda. Don't isn't, hunt. Yeah, isn't it crazy? Every single movie where you see the feelings that they give an animal emotions, you side with that animal as soon as they like can explain what an animal feels. Yeah, I mean, if you call him an animal, sure, a, a living being, he might have been a person. Sure. Well, then, yeah, then you definitely believe that he had feelings. Either way, 
I guess. I don't know that like almost person animal thing. I mean, you would I didn't care really for him watch. more if he was an animal than if he was almost a person. I don't know. Like Alf, I didn't watch Alf. We got to do Alf. I didn't watch Alf, and I didn't watch Planet of the Apes. Even though that'd be a reverse episode. That'd be a reverse episode of me doing an old one that you should have saw. That you should have watched. You should watch Alf Alf. of my well more than mine. Why he's? What year did Alf come out? A little. I just saw Alf at my grandparents' house when I was in Florida pre-corona. And uh, we watched the first couple episodes. We just watched it. Why? Cause, cause grandparents. I don't know. What do you What do you watch with grandparents when you have a TV and you just want to watch something? I don't know. I never saw it. We watched it. I could have sat there and made a pros and cons list mm-hmm. with my ninety year old grandpa for thirty minutes and what movies he'd like to watch and not watch. But we, we found something that was on. It worked, and uh, and we did it. Uh, Alf TV show. Let's see. March 24th, 1990. <laughs> oh, is when it ended. Uh, aired September 22nd, 1986. Well, it was only three years before this. Yeah. So, yeah, I feel like anything that was... To me, I wasn't into Alf, but it felt like a kid's thing, sort of, even though I know it wasn't. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Yeah, Elf, Elf was great. Quality programming. He ate cats. He wanted to eat cats, and of course. Every every Bigfoot almost ate that little dog, and it's the size of a cat. Yeah. I don't know. I'm suspect. I didn't like his teeth. You can't keep judging these animals on their teeth. <laughs> I didn't like his teeth. I didn't How like his mouth. How rude is that? Do you judge people this way? I mean, if they had little weird teeth, maybe. (laughs) I didn't like the teeth. I don't like when they're all the same size. What? It sounds like a perfect mouth. What, if somebody has perfect... What, what, if they're too white and too straight? What are you going to tell me? They're not supposed to all be the same size. Teeth are supposed to look different. More than not. They're all going to... Supposed to be in the same ballpark. I guess. But anyway, okay. So it was a fantastic movie. Esther was just being weird about it. She cried. I did uh, not cry. I, I had to hold her back. We had to stop. We couldn't even play this for a half hour. Because she just I couldn't get over it. Just like, Harry, why couldn't he stay? It was, you know, it was, it was touching. It was a touching moment. I get it. I, um, I felt bad when he, yeah. when he punched him. Okay. But. That's good. I didn't him, like him when being he a talked. pescatarian. You being a pescatarian. I, I didn't like when he talked. More. Um, he didn't like when he talked. Yeah, because he got he got too smart. It was weird. So, fuck gorillas. They know sign language. But what does that change? I don't know. I mean, I don't know that I would want to cuddle with a gorilla. I mean, if I felt like I had the confidence that it would not kill me, I don't think there's any animal I wouldn't cuddle with. If I knew that it wouldn't kill me and it wasn't muddy-related somehow, like if it's not a slimy situation or a painful one, I'm not going to cuddle with a porcupine. 
But I'm not letting its intelligence be a deterring factor. There's just some animals that I I think are I wouldn't want to cuddle with. Huh. You're a cuddlist. Yeah. Okay. Well, we learn something about you every day. Uh, but that was it, everybody. That was Harry and the Hendersons. I looked up something about a sequel. Said something, 96, maybe it went, or 2006. It was some inappropriate year for it to be anything, and I think it was straight on TV, and uh, I don't even want to Google it to believe that it's real. So All right. It, uh, I hope that there was never a second one, and I'm making this up. Uh, and that, that's where I'm at. That's my shit. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. Hope you guys enjoyed. Like and subscribe on all podcast platforms, social media, and find us individually on social media. I'm at Esther Toy, E-S-T-H-E-R-T-O-I. And I am Jeff Horst, J-E-F-F-H-O-R-S-T-E, on all social media platforms. And check out our other podcast, We're Freaking Out, where we freak out about about a bunch of stuff. Check it out. It's more current event than, than this one. And uh, make sure to check out a segment that I have online called Roast This Post. Uh, where I comedically insult, make fun of, and bring attention to typically more conservative, racist people and things happening in the world. Yeah, and uh, check out uh, my sketch group, Brawny Comedy, on YouTube and all social media, where we've been doing a bunch of uh, shows and sketches throughout quarantine, so... It's been a fun, therapeutic. It'll make you laugh when stuff stuff was real bad. So we yeah. got to laugh. They 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 did a great job with it. And they do a great job with it. So check that out. If you have any neck or back issues, uh, if you're traveling on a flight, check out a neck sofa. It's way better than a neck pillow. It's got some more stability to it. And if you want to check it out. Uh, go to NextSofa.com and use the coupon code Jeff15 for 15% off of your own Next Sofa. And we are on the Planet Ant Podcast Network. Go to PlanetAntPodcast.com and check out their other podcasts. Planet Ant is a theater in Hamtramck, Michigan. And uh, hopefully they will be open soon. So check them out. Go to PlanetAntDET on all social media and follow them. Yeah, so that was our shit. Hope it's your shit, too. Hope you enjoyed. Yay. Thanks for being a listener. Like and subscribe on all social media. Bye. Bye. This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.